Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we go. It is one of my favorite times of the week, visiting with Jacob Warren, Tennessee tight end. It's brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden, the ball report. Please hit that like button so we can extend this show to uh, more people out there and turn your notifications on so you know when it comes on because now we're in bowl season and it's all crazy. Schedule's out the door. Jacob, though, it's probably nice to get a little bit of a break because you guys had Quite the gauntlet through the season. Yeah, man, it's nice. It's nice to be able to, you know, we, we practice in the morning, so it's nice to be able to kind of, you know, sleep in and relax and, you know, maybe go sit down and a nice breakfast or something somewhere and just be able to have a little bit of time in the mornings to ourselves before we go and get our work in for the day. But, yeah, it's been great to kind of relax and just kind of get our minds ready to, to go down to Miami in the, more, the warm weather. Well. Um, I'm actually ahead of you, so you will enjoy it. I can promise you that. Yeah, <laughs> right? <I'm sure. laughs> let me let me ask you this because there's been some some kind of crazy changes this week, mm. and you and I mentioned opt outs, and, and that was mm-hmm. a possibility. And uh, it, one that I want to talk about first because I completely understand it with an ankle injury is Cedric Tillman. Your thoughts mm. on his decision to opt out of the game, and that's. That's one that really, from a business standpoint, I know some fans may not like it, but it makes a lot of sense. It does, yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's one of those that that you have to look out for for you know yourself, and you have to understand that there's there's decisions that are made strictly based on what's best for for an individual. And it's, I mean, if you if you sit back and you really look at it, you know. As any, I'm not gonna say normal person, but as many logical people would, you would be like, okay, that makes sense. Like I, I get it, and, and that's probably what's best for him. And you know, like obviously he makes he makes that decision, and it's been bugging him all all year, and it's unfortunate that it that it turned out the way it did. But um, yeah, gotta support him through it through it all. 
How, how tough was that for him as you look back over this season, Jacob? Because it feels mm-hmm. like the games that he, he tried to get in, the Georgia game, the South Carolina game, it, it, it almost seemed like from the outside looking in, it was trying to get him involved and maybe that affected the chemistry. I don't know how his ankle was doing. How challenging do you think the season was for him? Man, I, um, <clears throat> I can't imagine, right? Like, I don't, I don't, we don't talk super, you know, deep or close or whatever, but, we, you know, we obviously I see him every day and I say what's up and, and we chat a little bit. But, um, you know, he he's a guy that, <clears throat> you know, is naturally pretty quiet and naturally, you know, pretty, you know, kind of out of the way and low key. And so, you know, nothing really is different about his demeanor, but I'm sure, I'm sure it's been hard for him mentally and just emotionally kind of going through this whenever he had such high expectations for himself, you know, um, performance wise and just kind of where he wanted to be. And um, it's just unfortunate that he didn't necessarily get to to do that. He's obviously still very successful and, and will be very successful, but um, just kind of this, this last chapter, the end of this chapter, I guess, did not quite end how, how he probably wanted to. So I'm sure it's tough. Well, uh, still, he's, he's going to have a fantastic career, as you mentioned, uber talented. So we wish him the best. Be sure and hit that like button. If you haven't subscribed, do so. Our weekly visits with Jacob, we're brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Bassey Lawn and Garden in Cleveland, Tennessee. Industrial mowers, commercial mowers. They've also got the residential. So if you're in Nashville, Knoxville, Chattanooga, I don't care. Make the drive. Save thousands. That's where you need to be, Bassey Lawn and Garden. And then I think Jalen Hyatt got people a little bit excited because he, he hired uh, an, an NIL marketing group. And I think some people thought that group might represent him for another year at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. That group could work with him on any level. And then he does decide to go ahead and, and go to the NFL. I know you're, you you know Jalen well. What were your thoughts on his move <clears throat> on after the season he's had? Who can blame him? Yeah, I mean, I'm, again, same boat. It's obviously that's something that he wouldn't have decided to do without a lot of, of consideration and, and um, a lot of advice and feedback and, um, yeah, I mean, you look at the numbers and you look at what he was able to do and, and I mean, the guy won the Blitnikoff and that's the best receiver in the nation. And, and, you know, you can't, you can't argue with that and you can't blame him for, for wanting to go and, and, um, you know, take that next step and, and live out his dream. And so, um, again, the same situation, it's, it stinks, but obviously he, the kids thought about it and he's talked to his family and all the people that he trusts and, and they came to the decision that this was the best thing for him. And so we have to support him in that and, and hope that he, you know, he, he's still around. They're, they're still around. They still support and they still are, you know, hanging out with us and, and you know, talking with us and just, just being normal, right? Because that's what it is. We're just living our lives. And, and uh, they made the decisions for themselves. So we support them in every way. Obviously, it was Cedric, you guys, because of the ankle injury. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you, know, you know how to play without him. Uh, Jalen was... Needless to say, pretty impactful this year. Yeah. So how do you make the adjustment uh, over the course of a month to get used to playing, in particular without Jalen, but you know, two guys that were major cogs before the season started? For sure, yeah. Um, <clears throat> obviously, this this happens all over the country, is, is and it happens every year where the, the you know star players or whatever end up opting out and – and it's this big deal about whether the the team is going to be the same or the offense is going to be the same or, you know, how are they going to be successful? And, and I know that's not, not what you're saying. I think, but um, I don't know. There, we've got guys that 
you know, have been doing this all year, have been practicing all year, have gotten a lot of significant reps. I mean, you look at you look at Squirrel and the, the plays that he's able to make, and you know, you look at Ramel Keaton and the way he stepped up when said when said kind of was going through his stuff, and and um, you know, you're going to see guys continue to kind of you know emerge and, and step into those roles in this game in particular, and and you know, we don't know who it'll be, and you know, hopefully maybe that'll drive a little bit of of attention in the, down in the middle with the tight ends, and we'll be able to make some plays and kind of do our thing but yeah it, it's you know next man up mentality the same way it would be if if you know someone were to be injured or, or whatever so well let me ask you about Ramel. um t- tell me something i don't know about Ramel because he has been there at the ready whenever mm-hmm. cedric is out and has made a couple of just incredible catches plays. yeah, yeah. Just, t- t- tell me more about Ramel that maybe something i don't know uh well I don't even really know that much about Ramel because I do know this is that he's probably the quietest person in the building. Um, <laughs> it's a story today we were when we work out we do you know vols jacks is what we call it so you do a jumper jack and you yell v o l s and then vols and then we all break it down and <clears throat> everybody made him do it today for some reason I don't know but everyone made him do it today. And of course, he was real shy about it, real nervous, whatever. And then he opens up and starts yelling, and everybody's all excited because, like, we've never heard the guy yell before. And so, um, he's he's kind of that guy. He's that guy that is super quiet, but also is, man, always the last one in the building. You know, getting extra jugs, you know, catching more balls or or working at the top of his routes. And you know, we watch him make plays like that, like the one big diving play that he makes down the field, and <clears throat> everyone's like, "Wow, what an amazing catch! Like, where'd this guy come from?" And like he's been practicing, maybe not that specific where he dives and, you know, jumps out, maybe not that catch, but he's been practicing catching that ball for months now, right, and, and put so many reps into it. And so truly one of the harder working guys and, and also probably the quietest guy in, in our building. Um, so I guess that's a little bit about him that I know of. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's that quiet all the time. Now, I think Squirrel's probably the guy, correct me if I'm wrong, that would, would receive – the most playing time with Jalen out. So Squirrel White is kind of a fan favorite, partly because his name and his size yeah. and he's a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. But what can you tell me about Squirrel that maybe I don't know? Yeah, um, I guess the similar thing, but but Squirrel is very much, very much the opposite, I guess, of Ramel. Squirrel is very much, you know, you know, he's respectful and he's, I guess, kind of somewhat nervous or whatever when he first got here. But he he opened up opened up out of his shell pretty quick and and. Uh, you know, gets along with, with pretty much everybody. And, and, um, I don't know, he's funny. He's cool. Like, I don't know. He's just, he's squirrel, man. He, he's got such a, such a, a big personality for, for such, I don't want to be mean, but for such a small guy, right? Like he's, he's this big personality and he truly like feels really comfortable in, in himself and, and really confident. I think he's going to be very successful for, for this team, um, in this bowl game and also years to come. Okay. The smallest guy on my block when I was, uh, a high school at, he mm-hmm. talked the most trash. Yeah. Squirrel is one of the smaller guys. How is he a trash talking? Squirrel's not that guy. At least not okay. from what I've seen. Yeah, he's not that guy. <clears throat> he'll, he'll, run, he'll run right by you and score a touchdown, but he's not, I don't think he's going to turn around and say nothing to you. But he might. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe <laughs> maybe as he gets older, he might he might you know grow into that, but we'll see. What's, what's his next step? Because I think that – when you look back at uh, Bayless Jones and what he did, that was just one off-season work with Josh Heupel. You had Jalen, who talked about you know, he didn't utilize his first off-season in the best way and did the second. 
here's Squirrel White that could have two or three years to blossom in this offense. How special would he be at that slot? Yeah, position? yeah, that's um, that's the question, man. I mean, it, it's really all about how much he buys into it and how much he, um, I guess, commits to to being that guy. Um, obviously, we've had two very, very good slot receivers the past couple of years um, in Velas and Jalen, and I think he knows he's got some some big shoes to fill. And but I think he, he's ready, and I think he's talented enough. And um, it's just be a matter of him him recognizing and him you know stepping up to the challenge and and going to to make the best of it. How difficult is it to change things up with Alex Golishnot in the mix? He got a great job opportunity, and good for him. Yeah. Uh, how do you how do you alter the way things work as an offense pragmatically? Um, yeah, I think the thing right now is, is things aren't changing much, man. Like it's truly, <clears throat> you know, we're going to play the same style of ball. We're going to, you know, maybe not run the exact same plays, right? Like <clears throat> we'll change up, we'll game plan the same way we game plan before. But, um, you know, someone else is going to be calling the plays. I don't know who, obviously. Um you know, someone else is going to be like the leader, the voice of that offense. And I think it's kind of on us as, as players to, or at least as the older guys, to kind of, you know, lead it and, and keep it going and just kind of, you know, I guess be that be that missing piece, right, of, of leadership that we had in Golish and um, with all the, the questions and all the uncertainty as to what's going on and who's going to be there, uh, just kind of sticking together and just continuing to play our brand of football. And that's just playing smart and playing fast and, and uh, scoring a lot of points. So to, to give a little background, if this is the first time you've seen the ball report with Jacob Warren, first of all, you need to hit that like button and notifications button because it, it's every week and it's fantastic. Love talking to Jacob. The ball report brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden. So to give people a little bit of background that may not know your story, your mm-hmm. dad and uncle both played at Tennessee. You had interest from other schools. Correct. But if, if, if I'm encapsulating this correctly, Tennessee was kind of always your school, so to speak, right? Yeah, correct. So I'm curious now, you, you probably came into that at the same time knowing that it was a rebuild. So yeah. when you look at it now, imagine you're an in-state prospect. that's mm-hmm. in Knoxville or uh, Chattanooga, Nashville, wherever, and Tennessee just had one out of Smyrna that committed. I'm curious how different a prospect nowadays might look at Tennessee after what you guys have done this year. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know. I think <clears throat> this program has been, you know, storied for, for winning games and, and is known for winning games. But I think a lot of, of younger people, especially even myself, like whenever I was, was being recruited, you know, doesn't, you don't know that, right. You don't understand the tradition. You don't understand that Tennessee, you like, I think again is now, but used to be back in the day, like that, that was the school, right? Like that was where everybody, you know I mean? Wanted to be. And that, they, like that power T had a lot of respect and a lot of, of, um, uh, I guess respect is the right word. Um, <clears throat> and so I think that now that, you know, we've all kind of, I guess, put it back on the map and, and started to become a nationally recognized team. Um, you know, it gives a lot of kids in Tennessee the opportunity to, to do something special and to, to come here and to have pride in, in that power tee and to, you know, whereas before they may have been, you know, not embarrassed, but, you know, maybe written it off because, you know, oh, well, they're no good. It doesn't matter if they're my hometown team or whatever. Like, I don't want to be there. Right. So now it just adds, you know, more incentive for, for these guys to stay home and these guys to 
to represent their state and represent their their town for me i guess um yeah and have a little bit a little bit more pride and continue this tradition that we have of of being successful and just being a good a good group of men but also really good football players at the same time it kind of feels like before you know you would go to tennessee out of pride now you can go to tennessee if you're an in-state player out of pride and compete for a yeah. championship where it feels like when you made your decision you don't know if you're really going to compete for a championship you guys did but you didn't really you didn't really know that that to me is a really strong selling point yeah but i mean i guess if you have one right like like it was enough for me to commit here just because this is where i wanted to be and i i knew what this place meant to me and, and to my family and um knew the opportunities that it would bring me you know beyond football <clears throat> uh just because you know this brand you know goes with you right you know long after i'll be playing here what well, people will hopefully at least re remember you know what i did here and what the teams that i was on did here and uh you know make it open up some opportunities down the road so i think that's something a lot of kids maybe not think maybe don't think about uh whenever they're getting recruited but you know the longer you're here the more you realize how impactful this place is and how much how much pool this place has you know in this area wait you say hope and i'm i'm not waxing poetic here you're, yeah. this, this team is never going to be forgotten. Right. And which I is mean, crazy. But yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> we, it's hard mean, to see. It's hard to see now. But I'm not um, speaking in hyperbole. I'm not just throwing stuff out there. But what you guys yeah. did is never going to be forgotten. Is that sunk in since you've had a couple of weeks? Yeah, no, I mean, that's, man, that's just what we're doing, man. It's, it's, um, I don't know. It, it, it feels weird because obviously, like, and we've talked about this. You know, you're not in the football, you're not in the playoffs. You're not going to get a chance to win the national championship. But, but I think just, um, just the way that we did it, and and <clears throat> obviously, you've got to go finish the season. And I think even with the finish in a, in a win in a bowl game would be, you know, just icing on the cake. But yeah, this team will be remembered, and and the people that that had an impact on this team will be remembered, and and that's special. And I'm excited for that. For the, the day comes when. I'm 45 and got kids and someone comes up to me and is like, oh, man, I remember it back in 2022. Whenever. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, man. So <laughs> we'll see. It is, it is going to happen. Maybe I'll be yeah. there to see it. We'll see. Um, Joe Milton, has he um, taken over the reins? You feel like he's comfortable now because it was kind of a quick turnaround of the Vanderbilt game. But now all of a sudden he is the starter and he has every opportunity to grab this position for the foreseeable future. What do you yeah. think of him in these couple of weeks since the regular season ended? Yeah, man. Um, Joe's still the same dude, man. He, um, like I said, I, and I would have said this before, you know, he took that starting job. Um, great, you know, great energy, great presence, and, and always is is easy to be around him just because of of the way that he attacks every day. And um, I think now that you know he's almost kind of been forced to, he's he's felt much more comfortable um, being that guy in the middle of the huddle, being that guy that you know something's going on you know just you know kind of encouraging everybody and say hey like let's let's lock in like let's you know let's focus here for this last couple of periods whatever it may be so kind of seeing him take that step that you know i knew he was ready to make but just something that you know the hendon was doing quite simply was hendon was doing before and just seeing him and how he's i guess learned from hendon in that way but um just being the guy that everybody looks to whenever you know, we need some words, whatever it is. So um, I think he's done a good job. I think he's ready to, I guess, like you said, take the reins. I guess he's ready to do it. So, All right. So you said um, possibly the, the receivers that are opting out could open things up for the tight end. So I got you down, what, a, a, buck, a buck 25, three touchdowns. Does that work for you? 
Three touchdowns will work. Yeah, I was thinking four, but um, I think three will be all right. <laughs> all right. No, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. It should be good. <laughs> good deal. He's Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker. Hit that like button if you enjoy the conversation so we can uh, bring this weekly podcast to more and more viewers. And uh, go to uh, hit that subscribe button, hit the notifications button. We love it. The Ball Report is brought to you by Bassie Lawn and Garden. Man alive, it's worth the drive. He's Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a presentation of Off Those Sports. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.